Topa Talk. Welcome. This is our first episode. Yay. Very exciting. Um, so the goal with this podcast was to, is to, not past tense. We're going to interview people that we are super inspired by, that we think are hilarious, that we think are doing really cool things in the community. Maybe they're just our friend that we really like, that we think it has an interesting story. But what we're really hoping to do here is to connect with the people that are making a difference in our community and to share those stories with you. And that we think are inspiring and that we hope to inspire other listeners or make you laugh, make you cry. It's our podcast. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We make up the rules, okay? <laughs> so I hope that you guys will join but us along for the ride. It does focus on small businesses and people that we think are just doing it and going for it against all odds exactly so today we're going to interview each other just so you can get to know us a little bit more and so I think Melissa's going to start yes so uh Stephanie yes, oh ma'am. are you okay yeah I had to find okay. my phone sorry <laughs> um so let's just start with where you're from um w- like where you grew up yeah uh I grew up in northern California in a town called Oakley uh that's in the East Bay it's about 40 40- shout out East Bay hey yo um, it's about 45 minutes east of San Francisco, and we're by a fresh body of water that feeds into the San Francisco Bay. It's called the Delta. This is very uh, geographic. I like to give people an idea of it, like, because when I say East Bay, the Bay Area has been, like, expanded. People call San, San Jose South Bay, so it's like... What? You gotta be specific. You have to be a little more specific, because everyone's like, oh, Tracy, Morongo. So were you born there? I was born in Walnut Creek, California. Okay. Shout out. Love that town. It's near. It's it's near. Okay. Um, and Oakley's you lived a little there bit your whole life. I lived in Oakley for uh, 19 years. My We've lived in two houses in Oakley that are less than a mile apart from each other, <laughs> actually. Wow. Yeah, my parents moved to Oakley, and every year I've been born, they've gained a 1,000 new uh, citizens. So it's really blown Since up. Since you've been born. Since I was born. So wow. they, they, they moved there, and there was 12,000 people, and it had not been incorporated yet. It's still a town, not a city. It's a giant I piece of shit. I still have an issue with that, compre- like, comprehending that in my mind, the town versus city. Like, so, were you the one that got on to me about this? I think so. We had, like, there was, like, a big party because we became incorporated. So weird to It me. was, like, a two-horse town previously. Like, there's no reason for it to be a city. <laughs> well, now it is. Now yeah. it's blown up. Yeah. Um, so, what are your goals and hobbies and oh passions? Oh, my God. Um... I really love the outdoors. I think that's my my biggest inspiration in life and the most important thing to me is being outdoors. I grew up camping constantly. We didn't we didn't like grow up with a ton of money, so it was like we weren't I didn't stay in a hotel until I was like traveling for softball, honestly. So we just we stayed camping everywhere, dirt biking, wakeboarding, skiing the snow in the snow, like skiing. And you on still the water. do those things today. I it's really depressing actually. So when I started playing um competitive sports year round I couldn't go on as many camping trips and everything because I was taking my sports really seriously and then when I moved out it's like you're poor you're hustling yeah you don't have and my family all goes camping like four hours north from where they are so it's like a 10-hour drive for me and to take time off it's just been really tough so I'm trying to get back into it but like I could still wakeboard if like we were in the water and I could dirt bike like that's all like in my blood basically and luckily you live in Ojai so there's a lot of hiking yeah so I love to hike I didn't 
we hiked a little bit in high school, but I didn't really get into hiking until I moved into Southern California. But there's a ton of hiking in Northern California, too. It's amazing. But, yeah, outdoors is really important to me. A connection to nature is, like, my biggest importance. And then I also love animals. Having a dog is easily, like, the most important thing to me. I love being a dog As mom weird too. as that is, I, I'm obsessed. So, yeah, having a dog and... um. You also make fantastic pottery, so yes. we need to talk about native Sorry. ties. Yeah, we I, have to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, when I moved to, I took a community college class, ceramics, uh, when I was living at home with my parents at Los Medanos. Shout out to everyone who knows what that is, because it's a ridiculous college, but um, I took ceramics there, and I did well, actually. The teacher was always like, oh, you're, I made a ton of shit. And I, I have was, some early works, I it think. It was really bad. It was really bad. And then... Flash forward six years, I moved to Ojai, and I lived three steps away from a studio. So I started taking pottery again, and I quickly realized that I couldn't afford to do pottery because it was It's so expensive. expensive. I didn't realize how expensive it was until I met you. Yeah, it's really expensive. Um, just it, It's so time-consuming, too. So basically, to make it work so that I wasn't, like, building my credit up, un- you know, <laughs> unwantedly, I had to start selling it. And people wanted to buy it. Like, it's so weird. Once her I s- work is really amazing. Thank I know I'm her friend Ugh. and people it's may gotten not a believe lot better. me. But it's gotten a lot better. I'm excited to keep growing. It's it's crazy to see. I like to be able to measure change and growth. Mm-hmm. And pottery is one of those things that it's so empirical. It's so obvious. Like, I can take a piece I made last year and a piece I made last week. And I, I can just... I. I love seeing the improvement so to feel that like gives so much fuel to the fire to be able to see improvement so that's exciting I do that I garden I moved in oh she grows amazing flowers I can't wait for springtime yeah officially it's great my roommate Callie moved in we met on Craigslist which is a crazy story we'll have to have her on sometime because it's Mm -hmm. just a fun story and she was really into gardening I've always obviously had a connection to nature and I didn't know much and we started this epic garden in the back and I learned that some flowers just grow like weeds and so that's another thing like I love to measure growth so like if (laughs) I if I can be successful at this thing then great and so she really is into the vegetables and I'm really into the flowers I of course still like vegetables (laughs) obviously that's the great thing about being friends with Stephanie is when the flowers are in bloom I get like a fresh bouquet on a a weekly basis and it's amazing it makes you feel loved flowers make you feel loved I pin people out with flowers they're also just like the most beautiful thing in nature anywho um so what did you think you were gonna be when you were a little kid like what what did you want to be when you a marine biologist a marine biologist you still have that goal no no I I was convinced that I was gonna be a marine biologist for at least 12 years of my life at least when did that shift happen that you were like, oh. uh, I went to Cal State Channel Islands with an environmental science degree and quickly learned that I didn't actually want to do the science. I wanted to talk about results and how the community can make an impact. And I wanted to be talking to people and telling them all of this amazing science and how it affects people. And my uh, amazing, uh, what do they call it? Sorry. Counselor there was like, honey, you are in the wrong major. Aww. And so it. I grappled with that for a while because I also have like this hard time um, putting importance on a soft skill like communication. My degree is in communication with the uh, emphasis in environmental science. And so I always thought to be legit, to be a badass, to be cool, you had to like do the science and be like hard skills and like just be a genius. And it's like I flourished in my communication studies and loved it and changed my life forever. And I'm so thankful for it. But like how hilarious. I think uh, what's so great about Stephanie, too, is that oh she God. is uh, very uh, 
she's always like pushing herself and changing herself. I don't think you'll ever have a set career. No, me to either. be honest, it's really with you, scary. I think you will always be moving and changing and shaking things up, and yeah, your brain is always going a million miles an hour. Yeah, that's something always, I've I've learned about. I've you. had <laughs> like I basically started having my own little businesses at like age ten. Like I've always just like. I've always really wanted to make money. Money has always been extremely important to me. And then I've always been like, well, how can I make money? How can I find different ways to make money? Well, you're killing it. I you're live to find job. new ways to make money. Um, I, I hate to do this to you. Okay, um, let's do it. But I think that's like all the serious questions I have for let's you. Let's get it. And now I just want to ask you some crazy stuff. Let's that's go. That's okay with you. Actually, I have one, one more slightly serious. What is something that energizes your soul? Um, human interaction. We are so different. So I get off on a good conversation. I don't like going to parties because I don't feel like I can talk to people. I hate going to bars because I don't feel like but I can you talk like, to people. But you like super intimate, like personal conversations. Yes. yes. I like, I love it. That's why my closest friends are people that I can get weird with and like go down the rabbit's hole. Like belly laughing and having a, a strong connection with somebody like there, for me, there's just nothing close to it. Like I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it I right know. now. Like. Well, that leads me to my my next question. When was the last time you cried? Which is right now. Yeah, you guys, I have no control <laughs> over my emotions. And I, I literally have this question written down and she's crying right now. So this this answers my question. Yeah, I actually cried yesterday. We did an event yesterday, Melissa and I, and someone talked for a bit and I cried instantly. Oh, yeah, I did for you. I thought this human was going to be Human connection and interaction to me is just like, uh, there's no thing, there's nothing better. So that's, yeah, I really also hate people. You're really, but you're really, you're so good with people and you are, you have this uncanny ability to connect with every person you meet. Thank I mean, you. even, even if it's not necessarily a super deep connection, yeah. you make people feel comfortable instantly and you make people feel welcome and open and yeah, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I think I've experienced this with my sister who now we have this amazing relationship and I love her to death and I like, I'm so inspired by her, but I've always played to other people. I've always catered to other people. So like I just let other people set the vibe and then I go with it. And I think that's important. Like I just, I match energy and I think that's why I connect with people. I think that's very true. You're very adaptable. I'm not confident. Yeah. Um, if you, who, it could be a book, TV, movie, what fictional character do you relate to the most? Oh, sorry. I was biting my nails because that made me really nervous. Or do you connect to that you have a connection to? I mean, I'm a really big fan of The Office, the okay. TV Amazing. show. Amazing. So is there a character that you connect with? Yeah, I I really love Kelly on that show. You Kelly, remind me of Kelly in a Kelly lot of ways. Kelly is this little fireball weirdo who I think is misunderstood on that show. I think people most like, most people would say, oh my God, Kelly's the most annoying character on that show. But Kelly and Ryan <laughs> are my favorite characters on that show. I like, I... Who's your I, least favorite character? Uh, Pam. Easy. That's such an easy answer. Screw Pam. Pam's the worst. I'm really, I'm really like a rule follower. I'm pretty, I'm pretty straight. Like I know, <laughs> I know that I seem like exuberant to most of my friends, but like, I don't know. I don't let the worst, I don't let like the extremes of my personality show. So when I, I connect to people that do like Leslie mm-hmm. Nope on um, Parks and Rec. So yeah, I think that we do need to mention this. Yeah. Anybody that watches Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. Stephanie is very much Leslie. Yeah. And I am Anne. And I think our connection. Yeah. You also remind me of, what's her name on that show? 
Oh my God, April Ludgate. You are all. You are Leslie I, I know. slash April so Ludgate. So I, I wish I was at April Ludgate, but I actually love people a little bit. But those and those two characters are so contrasting. Yes. But that's how complex you are. That's Stephanie. how I feel. That's why I like it's hard for me to pick one character too because, like I said, I don't let my extremes show, and so those are two of my extremes. Yeah. And that's why I love them the best. All right. What is your spirit animal? A llama. Why? So in high school, Kelsey. My best friend, who I probably mentioned a lot on this show, we looked up how to figure out your spirit animal. Okay. And you go through a guided meditation. We guided each other through this meditation. You you reflect for a while. And then that night, whatever you dream of is like your spirit animal. So a llama came to me and mine. <laughs> and Kelsey's spirit animal is Michael Phelps. That's her spirit. That's a person. No, I know, but like... Based on the rules, that's what came to her in her dream. Maybe Michael like maybe Phelps. she's like a fish. Maybe, but I love that she's Michael Phelps. But, I want to okay. break the rules for her. So, did it explain why a llama? Like I could look like, into it. I always forget. Okay. But llamas are sacred, actually, in um, like Peru. That's a drug culture. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you could say that about any. Co- that was a weird statement, but we'll move on. That's Peru's a drug culture or Peru well, I, has a drug I, culture. I, yeah. <laughs> I just think about know. I know. Um, so another very important person in your life. Yeah. Mr. Asa. Oh, Asa. Asa is uh, Stephanie's boyfriend of almost eight years. Yeah. We're celebrating eight years very soon, um, which so is that's, crazy. That's amazing and so lovely. And they have an like what I imagine or what I perceive is like an ideal perfect relationship like they're partners in every way they uh even when they're not perfect they're perfect if that makes sense we've kind of figured it out and like I say that laughingly because we still haven't figured out but we figured out how to talk to each other yeah which is amazing without like so whenever we have issues with each other or we have an issue with something like we can bring it to each other without hurting each other and without being mean to each other and being open and understanding so that's what it takes I think so if you had to describe Asa in only three words, how would you describe Asa? Uh, hilarious, patient, and kind. Aren't those three <laughs> things that you wish that you were? <laughs> not saying that well, you're not. I'm hilarious. I'm not patient at all. Asa, when I say patient too, it's like twofold because it's understanding. Patience, you have to have understanding to be patient. So he's just... He's, he's so perfect calm for me. I know. Too. He's, he's so like chillest. his energy is amazing. Yeah, I have high, I have high anxiety, and I when Ace and I've been long distance a lot and stuff, and my anxiety is always a lot worse when he's not when he's around. I'm chill as fuck. Like I'm I don't care about anything. Just him think, being in the room makes me chill. I think you do that for me. Aw, like you calm me because I have but I have anxiety about weird stuff. And you know, yeah. and you know how to handle it for me. I'm like, okay, hey, what microscopic thing that doesn't matter <laughs> is bothering you right now? Um, back to your family. Oh, okay. What is one trait from each of your parents that you have? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think my dad is really funny. I think my dad's hilarious. John James. He, John James. He has like these amazing one-liners that he just like. I don't know how he comes up with them, but I hope that I have my humor for my dad. And my mom is easily one of the most giving people I've ever met in my she life. She gave, okay. 
<laughs> Stephanie's mom gives her money on holidays, on like Valentine's Day. Well, okay. Day. The story behind this is so cute, actually. So my mom sends me a care package every single Valentine's Day, every single Valentine's Day, and I didn't get one this year. And I was complaining mm. to Melissa like a spoiled r- brat yeah. does. I was like, my mom didn't even send anything. And then I go on Venmo later, and she sent me money on. My Venmo. mom's not even on Venmo. <laughs> My grandma sent me a Christmas car- gift via Venmo this year, which is Stephanie's insane. Stephanie's grandma is My grandma is epic. Legit. I'm obsessed with her. Legit. Um, okay, I need you to pull up your phone. And okay. uh, you don't get to say no to this. You are reading the last text message you sent on T- air. To who? Whoever. The last text message you sent. Read it. Uh, okay. I've only sent memes, so I'm going to try to find text. Uh it says her profile picture makes me love her so much. <laughs> Can I give a background on this actually? No. <laughs> no, it's so amazing. Okay, fine. Okay, so I randomly found Courtney Cox's Instagram, you know, famous. Yeah, yeah. Um cuz I know Courtney Cox. But anyways, um, I finally found her Instagram the other day and Alex, my roommate and I love friends, the show, and her profile picture is uh when she's fat on the show. Oh. That's amazing. It's hilarious. I just love it so much. What's your most used emoji? I actually, my favorite thing to do is send an old school smiley face. That's my shit. Like this, the two dots and a a colon colon and and a parentheses. parentheses. I haven't, I don't know if I've said an old school smiley face in a while. That's my shit. But the other one is the one where the eyes are like triangles and it's smiling and it's blushing. I don't think I know that one. I'll have to look it up. That's my shit. Um, okay, I have a rapid fire. Um, okay, hold on. I want to show you the emoji. Oh, I use that one all the time. That's the best one. That's not a normal smiling face? No. I just use that as a smiley face. This is this is like the smiley face, and it's the creepiest thing on the planet. Oh, I didn't Wide-eyed even... and like... Anyhow. Oh, I use the other one all the time. Okay. Okay, so these are yes or no questions. Okay, let's go. Um, you have to answer them. Yes, ma'am. As quickly as you possibly Absolutely. can. Absolutely. There's only five, okay. so are you ready? Yes. Have you ever failed a class? Yes. Have you ever fallen asleep during sex? No. <laughs> Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Have you ever stolen anything? Yes. Do you love me? Yes. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've been caught stealing. It's a whole story. It's great. What did you steal? Face wash. My dad gave me money to buy. And you, you didn't want to use the money? No, of course not. I was stealing. Why did you want to steal? I was being a klepto. I stole everything. Oh, you've stolen multiple times. Oh, I was like into stealing. That I went to Hot Topic. Con- oh, fuck. <laughs> hot topic she owes you uh like 20 bucks probably let's be honest um yeah i used to steal all the time like constantly i stole a gummy bear from the grocery store once out of the container and i still feel guilt about it yeah i was a piece of shit i yeah anywho you know we're not perfect i don't i couldn't steal today i'd freak out should we test it no okay (laughs) (laughs) sure okay i look look out local high businesses i still like to like take you know if, mm, anywho uh okay that's awesome is that am i done i think that's it for now what i mean what else did you have uh well i was hoping what size is my shoe what size is your shoe is that what that says no. oh i'm reading upside down my shoe <laughs> size is 10 because i'm tall as shit <laughs> that does not say what size is Sorry. your shoe at okay. all that's all i have for you right now okay she has really good questions mine are not that great but okay so i want melissa to tell us a little bit about herself that's my first thing so I was actually born in California. Oh, yeah. I love that. I was born in Pasadena, but moved to Texas when I was very young. Um, so I claim Texas as my home. Yeah, but I, I lived there for the majority of my life. She's Texas through and through. 
Texas through and through. I uh, moved to California about two years ago now um, to be closer to my sister, who I'm like obsessed, obsessed with. I'm Which obsessed is so with cute. my sister. I love it. She's my big sister, and I think she's perfect, and I think They're she's lovely. They're best friends. And amazing. Um, so that was my big reason for moving out to California. Um, I would call myself um, a lover of alcohol. Yeah, me too. Um what about everything in between? Like, where did you go? Where did you live in Texas? <laughs> um, I grew up in a town called Colleyville, um, a little tiny suburb in between Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, I did speech and debate. Oh, my God. That's right. All you were, like, through, into theater, too. I did theater all through high school and middle school um, and then did speech and debate also in high school and then in college. So were I you went one to- of those theater kids in high school who would, like... <laughs> Prance around. Yes. No. Yes. I know. Who would like do spin moves just walking to class and like be singing to herself and shit. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I was also, I was also very strange in high school in the fact that I wore professional clothing to high school. Like business attire. Wait, I've never known this about you. So you wore like a blazer and like slacks. I wore like pencil skirts and button up blouses and high heels. Almost every single day. I know exactly. You looked like the Mormon church going to school. You look like the church girl. You yeah, look I wore like, like cardigans. You look um, exactly yeah. how Pam dresses on The Office. Yes, exactly how Pam dresses on The Office. But like every this single- is so weird. Well, like other girls were like wearing Did like t-shirts. Did you wear t-shirts? denim? Yeah, occasionally. Okay, yeah, wow. But I, I'm floored right now. But this I is... like took my wardrobe very, very- like Did I wanted you get to really look professional. good grades? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like top 10% of my class no. or anything, but- I was I I cared very deeply about school. I'm, I still care deeply I'm about school. I'm dead right now. I can't believe this. Um, uh, but then I went to college, um, uh, in Austin, University of Texas, Hookem. 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 I love UT. I loved college. You love Texas. I do love Texas. If I move back, it will be to the Austin area, somewhere in there, Hill Country. Um, She's not going without me, though. So if Melissa's moving me to Austin, then that's where I'm going. So just get ready for that, folks. Um, that's a little bit of background <laughs> on me. Okay. I love Lord of the Rings. I can write Nelvish. Um, Whoa. What? You didn't know that about me? <laughs> no. Well, there's like there's a couple different types of Elvish. Uh, I write in the Old Ruins version. Amazing. Um, you can write in Ruins Elvish? Old Old Ruins. Old Ruins. Yes. What's the difference between old ruins well, and new ruins? So, like, a lot of people think when I say I can write in Elvish, they think about... Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah, of okay. course. So, you know, on the ring, like, that pretty, like, script. Oh, yeah, but that, that's not a language. That's Elvish. Is it? Yes. <laughs> so, I can't write in that one. I tried. I'm not smart enough. But there's the other one that's, like, Over the Mines of Moria. How the, did you learn this? I bought a book. No. It's the you old, spent money? The, well, I think my mom bought it because I was like 11 when I taught myself how to Oh, okay. That makes way more this. sense. Um, and the old ruins, it's like literally like there's a symbol for the letter A. So you literally just have to like memorize the alphabet like in different languages or okay. like different symbols. Got you it. Know? So it's pretty yeah. easy. Amazing. Like, I could I could teach you. We could write secret love notes to each other at work. And we people, need to be able to do that. People wouldn't be able to read it. Okay. Next question. Who's your best friend? <laughs> Her name is Aubrey. I'm Dang, sorry, Aubrey. Well, you talk wow. about you talk about Kelsey on every goddamn podcast okay, we record. I know, but this question was to trap you. Yes, her name Dang. is Aubrey Tanell. Aubrey, you must be some fantastic woman. She's gonna kill me for telling this story, but I'm gonna have to tell you anyways. This is how amazing Aubrey is. First mm-hmm. off, Aubrey's 
Aubrey just has like she's perfect, okay? Okay. But on her wedding day, Aww. um she uh so she has veneers for teeth, okay? Yeah. And uh um, she is going to kill you. So <laughs> I think she'd be fine. So on her wedding day, she was getting down on the dance floor, like dancing, dancing. And she took off her shoes and was dancing and she slipped and fell and knocked out her teeth. Oh, on, fuck. On her wedding on day. Her but she already wedding got married, day, thank God. On her wedding day. And so I'm like freaking out. I'm terrible in crisis management. I'm like on the <sighs> dance floor. I scream, call 911. And everybody's like, calm the fuck down, Melissa. Anyways, so get her outside or whatever and she like calms down a little bit and she's like get me a drink and a cigarette and I was like oh my yes God. yes ma'am <laughs> so get her that she like and then she like she's like okay get me Steven who was her husband they like sat and talked for a moment she smoked a cigarette drank her drink and she got back out there and partied <laughs> like That's what so an cute. amazing no. like if that was my wedding and be like cancel the whole thing we're starting all over again yeah a lot of people are tomorrow. very vain and they're like well I can't move on now you know she just has that like like life she knows. in her yeah she's, she's like, like if i let this roll off everything is she's great. amazing and That's she's amazing. i could tell her that i murdered three people and they're buried under my house and she'd be like okay do we need to burn the bodies <laughs> she's that kind of friend like she would never well, aubrey flinch. i hope to meet you soon you sound amazing she's the best okay melissa next question what's your favorite sex position <gasps> what if my mom is listening to this she knows you have sex <laughs> tina i'm sorry melissa has sex <laughs> I'm, like, turning really red right now. Okay, next question. What's your most embarrassing childhood memory? Um, this, like, this is in first grade, and uh, we were taking a test, and it was super quiet, and I sneezed and farted at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we've this all done very, it. This is a very vivid memory for me, because in first grade, you're super vulnerable, too. Yeah, you were and, like, were you burning alive when that and, happened? Yes, and I blamed it on the girl sitting next to me. Her name was Anne, Anne, Anne Crowley. Sorry, and Anne. I remember. I Do like, people think she did her, it? Yeah, because oh. because here's the deal. I was more popular than she was at the time yeah, in first of course. grade. So you kind of made fun of her a little bit. Like, yeah. Fucking Anne. I, I'm so sorry, Anne. Anne. I blamed that fart on you. Anne, I'm sorry. And like I, yeah, I like I. It's such a vivid memory to me. I've never been so embarrassed. Like that was probably that's probably my most embarrassing moment. I've done other things that people would think are more embarrassing, but that's the most embarrassment I you have felt. felt. I yeah. I farted and tried to tell someone it was a burp. <laughs> I think it was uh, Dylan Dylan Montez. I think you were like, no, bitch, you just farted, <laughs> and I was like. So, it was such a burp like so oh my god what a weird burp and he was like that was a fart and I was like fuck that was a fart it was awful everybody has sex and everybody farts. everyone everyone poops uh okay I know you're gonna be able to list one but like top like what are your favorite bands favorite music musicians this is very difficult for me just throw a few out that come to mind um I'm such a basic white girl I love John Mayer Okay, you're I putting him as, like, one of your – you know his songs. Like, you know his albums. Yes, yes. Okay. That's John impressive. Mayer, he's the person that, like, I can – John I, Mayer, New Light, obsessed. John he, Mayer, uh, Bodies of Wonderland, but Waiting see, like, on the World to Change. Of course, those are classics. He's somebody that I've listened to, like, throughout my life. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, he's been an influential artist to me. Um, I listen to a lot of, like, classical music. That's right. You I do. I listen to a lot of soundtracks. Her favorite soundtrack, I think, is Pride and Prejudice. I love the Pride and Prejudice soundtrack. <laughs> she I don't plays even, it at work all the time, and it's really intense. I don't even know who the composer is for that. Oh. But I do. I listen to a lot of classical music. 
Um, Florence and the Machine has been super. Oh my god, influential as I well. I just got in my chills. Life. I love them so much. I know that's that's a bad question for me because I listen to a lot of like weird. No, it's okay. Um, I have a. Uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Scotland. Oh, okay. You were ready for that question. Did you see my questions? No, I didn't. So I quickly. Scotland. I think so. I just did the twenty three and Me. Like uh, genetic thing. I haven't gotten the results oh. back yet, but I I know I'm gonna be extremely upset if I don't have like some Scottish okay heritage <laughs> in me. Do I you feel... have a reason for believing that you have it? Other yeah, because than you want it. No, because I feel extremely connected to that culture and to that land for some weird reason. I feel that way about Germany. I don't know why, and I'm that's why I feel like I have to have yeah. something in me because what other reason would I feel like it's a deep. Yeah, you just feeling. have a connection with it. And maybe I, hope I don't you have some Irish, uh, Scottish in you. I'm I sorry. hope so too. Um, what was the last TV show you watched? Uh, I watched Family Guy last night. Oh, when I was falling asleep. What episode? I um, used to watch that all the time in high school. It's the it's the, I fell asleep while I was watching it, but it's the episode where Stewie meets that girl on the in the playground, and she's like just as fucked up as he is. She's blonde. I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Desert Island book. You could bring one book with you. So even though I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, I would probably bring the Harry Potter series. One book. Oh, one book? Oh, uh, Half-Blood Prince, Harry Potter. Okay. Easy answer. I, uh, I, could, I could read that book over Desert and over Desert Island over movie. God. Um, then that would have to be Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. Uh, that would be that. Desert yeah. Island article of clothing. I already know this answer, I feel like. Flannel, flannel. <laughs> Melissa's in a flannel right now. She lives in flannels, so yeah. Because I can do without underwear or pants. Like I do, but I like my arms to be like I like flannel. I think you like flannel because there's some versatility allowed. Yeah, I can there's make buttons. It into a skirt. There's all kinds of it stuff you could do. Yeah, flannels. you can roll your sleeves up. Yeah, yeah, flannel. I'm a fan of. And I'm gonna end this with I'm gonna make you talk a little bit about your professional like passions and interests because Melissa is actually a certified sommelier through the court, the guild court. court of, I can't even say court, it, of, master court of master Psalms, which yeah. is the most legit. Um, yeah, I, I really do love wine. It allows you to tap into history, science, culture, geography, um, all, all of those things in one, which is what initially drew me to being in the wine industry. Um, I do struggle sometimes in my field, um, which I think is a misconception with, with being in an industry that is like super passion driven. Yeah. Um, and I had to take a step back from like pursuing certifications for a while because I got too like invested in like learning all the rules and regulations. Of and it's French like, wait, I need law. to enjoy this. Yeah. And I think, uh, we, I did an event recently with a winemaker and what it, if you were there, maybe you can like help me not butcher what he said, but he was like, we come to wine in such an apologetic way. Like, how am I supposed to drink this? How am I supposed to enjoy this? Yeah. Should you I come sell from it? it? You go to it with fear. You yeah, go to it with people fear. Come, and I was coming to wine with fear. Like, what if I don't pass these certifications? What if I'm not viewed as somebody that's, that's what like, made me an, cry by the way, yeah. when he was talking. Yeah. And we touched on, we'll, we'll be talking about wine too and so we're excited to kind of break it down for you uh, our listeners in an approachable like not yeah because that's what for me what what wine is all about is it it's a it's a fun way to connect with people it's very communal which I hate people and I do love people at the same time I like what wine can do um in connecting people 
yeah. and connecting it, it's cultures. Cool. It, it has, like you said, it's the history, it's geology, it's science. That's that's definitely what attracts me to it too. Is I get off on like the little scientific shit that like makes wine different. Like that is yeah, my favorite. Yeah, and it's fun to delve into that sometimes, and then other times it's fun just to get shit faced yeah, and laugh and totally have fun and um. Yeah, that's kind of my history with wine, and I, I do love to learn, and I like to grow and explore, but mostly I like to drink and connect yeah. with people. Same. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up, but basically what you can expect from us on this podcast is to have a lot of interviews with a lot of amazing people, and then once a month we'll be releasing our own wine podcast. It's called Tipsy Topa Talk, where we buy some affordable wines, break them down for you, just talk mm-hmm. to you. Everyone loves wine. We'll do we'll do a bunch of different episodes. You can let us know what you're interested in. If you have any questions, if there's a focus you want from us, um, we have an email address. It's Topa Talks T O P A T A L K S at gmail dot com. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and we have a website. There's a lot of ways for you to connect with us. So we are We'd so love to excited. Hear from you. We're really excited about this project. If you even have people that you think have amazing stories that bring a lot of depth that you think would uh, help all of our listeners let us know and we cannot wait to connect it's with you it's an exciting adventure and we're we are ready to share it with the world yeah so we're gonna sign off for now and we'll see you next episode bye, bye.